Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the only podcast that you ever need to listen to. This is the only media that you ever need. This is Jaren. And this is TJ. Let's go. All right, man. So um, I'll get this kicked off this week. Uh, this week, I did do something that was Corporate Street. And um, What you do? What you do? Well, I went to a uh, restaurant. Okay. Um, a nice restaurant, the type where you look at the menu and you wonder, like, is this the rating out of 100 or what the fuck are these numbers next to the, <laughs> to the menu? Okay. And um, I got I got a uh, risotto, fruta del mare. So that's. Bro, you've been eating good lately, dog. Yeah, that's. You've been eating good. So it's got saffron risotto served with lobster tail, scallops, mussels, and baby spinach. And diced tomatoes. Ew. And uh Kill so, so it went to this nice restaurant, 40th floor, downtown, overlooking the arch. And in the end You ain't go live? You ain't go live on the gram? Nah, I should have. You ain't stunned on the gram. I did make a little video, I might post it on there. But uh All right. so but well, at least dog, you gotta start taking your camera with you, well, bro, hold, so you can hold, get hold. some uh, well hold on no. This that's that's the corporate I mean that's the corporate part, but the street part about it was so we we went to this uh, this crazy uh, restaurant, but um, in the end, said it was my birthday, just to get the free cake. My wow. birthday's in September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, what is that, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you still in the cake, bro? Like. And they Yo. working off like the honor system. They ain't gonna check your ID, dog. Right, oh, right. come on, bro. Man, you spending that <laughs> much money, man. They can kick down a free piece of cake, man. It That's is. actually true, because that cake it probably took them six dollars to make it, and they charging like thirty two. Right, right. So, so per slice, that is. That's yeah. a slice. Six dollars for that slice. Let me see. You probably got eight slices in that cake, man. We talking under fifty dollars, but they charging thirty two a slice and shit. So exactly. Go ahead and get your free cake, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It just, uh, it's just, uh, actually, I was there to celebrate my um, 60th day of juicing. So I broke the fast with uh, this this meal. Yeah, shout out to you. So um, 60 days. And so um, in the 60 days, I haven't really been. Uh, tracking or, or well i've been tracking but i haven't been posting stuff up about you know my, my journey here uh so um i've never said this before but yeah I, in the 60 days i lost 53 pounds D. Um, still not quite at my goal <laughs> um not there yeah. at all but um actually the plan is to, to do some more i'm gonna keep going and then yeah. the goal is to maintain and eat clean 40 percent uh you know fruits and vegetables well let's say 50 percent fruits and vegetables uh 40 percent meat and 10 percent processed bullshit right and but what was it beforehand though what, what was you looking like what was your what was your percentages like, before that probably like 70 ish percent processed bullshit <laughs> You Damn, know, that's life changing. Something crazy like that. You know, I'm sure I'm sure it was very bad. So um gonna completely flip things and uh keep going. So yeah, me and my workout partner, we went had a nice dinner and uh 
Gonna keep this thing moving, man. You know what? So we're gonna get back to that in a minute. I'm, I, I want to talk about that, but I got. I didn't do nothing corporate street. I probably did. I just ain't put no thought to it. I got a question for you though. So check this out. Are you noticing any residual interactions since the Black Panther movie? Residual uh, interactions, awkward situations, anything of that nature? Not really. I don't feel like I've noticed anything like that. Okay, so check this out. So I'm at work, right? And this guy walks up to me. Now, he's he's a young dude. I mean, he's he's just hired. He's probably fresh out of school. Uh, I would imagine he's probably 23, 24, no more than 25. Okay. Asian guy. Okay, so he's he's an Asian guy. I'm just painting a picture here. And he walked up to me and he was like, man, every time I see you, I just want to do this. Wakanda forever. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So he crossed his arms. (laughs) He crossed his arms, bro. And I don't even know how to react to this shit. Like I'm standing there like, okay, yeah, man, it was a it was a pretty good movie. It was it was a good movie. I, I you, enjoyed it. You enjoyed the movie. So. Did, did you ask him why did why did see why did seeing you inspire him to do that? No, nah, I didn't even I didn't even entertain it. Maybe I should have entertained it a little bit longer, but I just didn't. I, I don't know where I was at. I just didn't. I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like that shit. I was just like, what is this dude talking about? I just didn't get him. And so so check. So this past Friday, you should have. <laughs> Hold on. So 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 you, so you should have said every time I see you, I want to do this and did like a little bow down thing. No dog, no tit for tat dog. I wasn't trying to hit him with no tit for tat. But hold on, that ain't we ain't even got to the. So check. <laughs> so a couple of days ago, so this Friday, this past Friday, same cat, same dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. He he walks up to me, and he was like, "Yo, man." Is Wakanda a real place? I just want to get a ticket. And I just want to go there, man. The movie inspired me, man. I just want to go. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm looking at this cloud, right? <laughs> I'm looking at this cloud and I'm like, nah, bro. Nah. Wakanda is a fictional place. You should just be like, nah, man. I don't think place. so. Nah, it's, it's really not. He's like, man. But it's so cool though, man. I, I would just I would just love to go there. I was like, well, there is a Wakanda, Illinois. You could go there. Took but a it's only one percent black. Yeah, there's only there's only one percent black. So it's probably not gonna be the same experience she was looking for. But right. there is a Wakanda, Illinois. It's spelt a little different, but you can go. You know what? Like, yeah, man. There's a Wakanda, Illinois, but you know what else they got in Illinois? What's that? They have a metropolis. Do they? Yeah. They have Actually, they got they got something else that's weird in Illinois too. Another name that's of something else, but they have a it's Metropolis, Illinois. Yeah, and they and it's like they really about their life there too, like where they um have like Superman, like a big ass Superman statue. They have a little museum. I actually went there. Wait, where is Superman ain't he from like Metropolis. The Midwest somewhere? Is it is it Illinois? No, but but the city of there is a city named Metropolis there. But no. Yeah. It's, 
he, I think I forget. I think he was like in Kansas or something. I forget where. Oh, was it Kansas? Okay, okay. Like the little country like place. You're talking about like where he grew spot. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said where he's from. My bad. My bad. Comic heads. I, I messed up. DC yeah. fans. My bad. And I might be wrong. That's I know. I know he up. is from the Midwest. Whatever. Whatever the place is, but I forget. Yeah. Uh, I think Kansas is right. I think you're right about that. Yeah, something with like fields and shit. <sighs> yeah, man. So how should I reply to that, bro? Like. So on the first question, when he just wanted to go like, like this, Wakanda forever. <laughs> How was I supposed to reply to that shit, man? Like, he, what was I supposed oh, to do? You know what? Well, first of all, Superman's from Smallville, right? I think that's why the, the, there's a show called Smallville. Oh, that's why it was named that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so, like I said, I mean, you could take the petty way out, and you know, like I said, tit for tat, give him the same energy back, let him know, like. Every time you see him, you want to bow down. Yo. About the fight. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, or you could just told him. I mean, as far as the Wakanda question, I mean, is Metropolis a real place? Is, I mean, you're, is Gotham City a real place? <laughs> I could have went. Isn't there a Gotham? There's a Gotham somewhere, ain't it? I mean, I'm sure there's a, uh, I mean, like I said, there's a Metropolis. Yeah, but it ain't it, the real deal. It's, it's not this. It's not the places that's from these comic books. You know what? This whole thing has been opening the doors to like more conversation because there are people who are ignorant out there to certain shit. So like, I had a good friend of mine. Uh, well, it, it, it well it, the difference is, so he's asking, is this a real place? When I heard when I talked about it last week, I just saw in passing Wakanda. And I was like, okay, it sounds like it could be a real place. I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about when when I heard about it. Now, you're talking about somebody who saw the movie, apparently. (laughs) And And he saw the way these motherfuckers flew a spaceship through a holographic bubble to see this place, Wakanda. And he's asking that's vibranium rich. That's like rich off vibranium. Or maybe he got, or maybe he got there late. Maybe he missed the first uh, five minutes of the movie. Yeah, get a give homie the benefit. That's cool. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And so what I was gonna say was, I had a real good friend of mine, another Asian cat, right? Uh, I had on a shirt. It was a shirt with a hood on it. So I guess I'll call it a, a hoodie. Uh, it wasn't. It's not thick. It's like a. It's like a long sleeve t-shirt with a hoodie t-shirt type yep. style. Yep. Yeah, and. The colors on it is red and yellow. Might have a little brown in it, and the <clears throat> the pattern on it, mm, it's a little different. But homie was like, "Yo, when when'd you get that shirt, dog? When'd you get that?" I was like, "I've been had this shirt." He was like, "Oh, I guess I just never noticed it before." And I was like, "Dog, this is not a daishiki, okay?" <laughs> this is, you this know is that's where he that. was going with it. That's where that's where he he thought that I there, there were ties to my shirt in a daishiki, and I had to tell homie, no, nah, this this ain't one of those. This this ain't that. And so uh, it is it is bringing a lot of things of of African culture to light, which is pretty interesting, which is pretty good. So there you go. But I guess it could lead to awkward conversations. So be ready out there, corporate streets listeners. Be ready and armed when uh, somebody tries to either be a petty tries to be b funny or just c ignorant and just doesn't know what the fuck is going on so have your replies ready because <laughs> this could happen to you 
Nah, see, I I really, I guess, like, at my job, the group that I'm in and the department I'm in, at least, well, especially not the little area they have us confined to, it's not very diverse. And it's mostly women, and so it's mostly older, not older, but just middle-aged black women, and they really don't care about that movie. Not like that, to where they're going to be talking to me about it. Plus, I really don't fuck with nobody. I already told y'all that. I really don't talk to nobody <laughs> unless I have you to. You already unapproachable. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but everybody you like you a bear, right? Those are your own words, bro. I'm just, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, approach me like a bear. Be be <laughs> be uh, very slow. Approach me with caution. You okay. never know, and be prepared to be never run down a hill because you know if a bear is attacking <laughs> you, if you run down a hill, they can't they can't run down hills. Yeah. At least not as fast as they can run on flat land. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Thanks for uh, hitting me up with that. Definitely don't climb a tree. Don't climb a tree. That's what they Damn, do they for good a living. At climbing trees. <laughs> that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? So. But but right. But if you're blessed to have a hill nearby, that's where you want to go. If you're just like a little creek, hill. just keep running up and down that bitch, and hopefully, you know. Oh, and don't think jumping in some water is gonna save you either. Nah. No, it's not. It's not the uh, the fucking uh, wraiths or whatever from from uh, (laughs) from Lord from Lord of the Rings following you. Yeah, water ain't gonna stop them. They're not vampires. Nah, nah, that ain't gonna stop them. But you know what? Before we get too far off pace, I wanted to bring up something you were talking about. Just basically some of your life changes, right? Yep. And I was thinking about this weekend how. I don't think we realize or appreciate how complex the body is. The body is really a complex machine. The body mm-hmm. is truly a machine. It's the most complex machine on earth. There's shit that's going on with the body that we still actually, don't understand. Actually, hold on. Hold on. I, I think the super um, collider in uh, Switzerland is probably the most complex machine. But go ahead. Nah, nah. It's the body. They, they smash an it's atoms over there. The <laughs> they said that shit's gonna end the world, dog. That, that's that's a pretty complex machine. That is, I, I give them that. <laughs> For the sake of this podcast, the body's the most complex machine out there. And second, second. Just think most. about this: it's expected to run all day, every fucking day. So if you lived eighty years, your heart is beating, your blood is pumping, you are breathing. For eighty years, every day, twenty four hours a day, it's. It's expected to run all day. You know how laptops and shit, you never really turn them off, but sometimes you have to restart them. You got to reset them bitches every now and again because they don't work right all the time. Right. Computers, like TV, well, TVs you turn off, but computers, you rarely turn computers off. They expect it to run all day, every day, and they last you for about five to seven years before they start falling apart. They even the say, body, I think they might even suggest you don't cut them off, so they receive updates and what have you. So, dog, the body, all day, every day, for however many years you live to be. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. That's an important thing. So it's making me think about how much we need to take care of our bodies. And if you do the proper maintenance like you're supposed to, you you eat healthy, you you do some exercising, you take care of your body, it'll last you a lot longer. And I know there's some nuances. There's some free accidents that happen. Just like any other product that's out there, any other machine that's out there, it's supposed to run perfectly. But sometimes it has some problems. It has some downfalls. Uh, you know, you you, uh, you took care of it and 
for some reason there's this freak thing that happens there are people who die for no fucking reason there are people who die for all kinds of reasons that we don't understand and you think that they're the healthiest people alive but for the most part you take care of your body and it take care it takes care of you and i just want to throw that out there especially in light of like this rick ross thing that happened rick ross uh they found him unresponsive and i don't know what his and that's another thing too when we start judging people and the people who are who we say man and they was because you know rick ross just lost a bunch of weight right yeah man he was yeah, man he was healthy and when he started that was eating, one of my right, inspirations actually like no oh, bullshit i joke about it um but rick ross and gucci man was like my uh ins- like two of my inspirations to be like fuck this man like i need to get my shit together yeah, like if, if yo if Gucci can do it, they say if, he was if looking, Gucci can do it. Yes, I I certainly can too. Yeah, and Rick Ross had a lot of weight to lose too, and he he slimmed up. He looking good, bro. Yeah, and and all I'm saying is is that people will look at you and say, man, this person ate healthy all the time. They worked out all the time. They didn't eat no meat. They were vegan, and look, they fucked around and had a heart attack at 35. Well. You don't really know what made them start eating that way or what made them start being healthy. You don't know what type of family problems they had, what kind of family history they had. You don't know any of that. No, I got a quick to judge. I got a I got a better way to to apply this to real life. Uh, Well, this is real life. But. okay, you work in um, in the industry where you have to do um, quality control, right? uh-huh and yeah. and um and you deal with the recalls right and i've had a few recalls and what you know there's there's i think they said it on fight club there's a uh, formula that's used to determine if there should be a recall you definitely know? it's a risk analysis basically and so if you're you're if you drive in a car you know, your Prius and the battery catches on fire. Now, Toyota's going to look at that and they're going to say, is this happening? You know, it happened once or twice. We heard, we, we got reports that this happened once or twice. Is this enough for us to, to decide if we want to recall these cars and replace these $1,300 batteries? Right. You know, or do we want to take all these lawsuits? You know, what, you know what's going to cost us more? And so what I'm saying is they basically are fi- trying to figure out, is this the exception or is this, you know, just a freak accident? So like you said, right. these is it an exception or is this the thing that's going to pop out of the wood? That's what I meant. You're going to have this yeah. shit all the time. Yeah. Right. That's what I meant to say. And so what we do know is guaranteed if you eating like shit, smoking cigarettes, whatever, that's going to lead to health issues. Right. Yeah. And I'm one of those people who know somebody who was a spin coach, a spin coach, you know, the spin classes, you ride on the bikes. And, and he was the most healthy. Those are the healthiest people in the world, probably. And by the way, I just learned that a spin class was actually a, a bike. I thought that it was like a dance thing. And anyway, shout out to you. my ignorance. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, it's Go never ahead. too late. But <laughs> but uh, but that guy, he, he passed away, just randomly died. But I believe that's the exception. That would not make me want to recall spin classes. I think 
that more people who are doing spin classes are probably living healthier lives and living longer because of that rather than you know the the point zero 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 one percent who passed away and they you know live that life every day exactly so that's a good way to put it so yeah i, I definitely wouldn't um you know i i, I personally don't want to put myself at risk any longer so you know like i said it's never too late so i'm trying to get my shit together now man i want to be like gucci man right um, i just went i just went to the uh to the doctor because i needed some prescription for some eye drops for my allergies and i hadn't been there i haven't been to the doctor since 2015 so they were like yo you need to come in i'm like yo i'm just trying to get some eye drops though but I mean, you haven't been since when 2015 wow I hadn't been sick i hadn't been feeling bad uh, i do, get, get, I do get my blood yeah i do get my blood drawn though like to check my glucose and my my ldls and my hdls and my blood pressure and all that good stuff so i do get that looked at every year and so generally you have to get your prostate checked get that finger up that ass i ain't 50 <laughs> what the fuck you talking about i don't think about, you have any 50 i think it's like 40 they say generally you start that when you like 50 nah man i, ain't 50 I yet. think it's a lot sooner than that no dude check it check that shit it's like 50 you start checking you start checking prostate at 50 you can effort that while i'm talking i'm doing that go ahead all right so anyway uh went to the doctor and i just been thinking about just the fact that yo we 36 bro like we about 14 years away from 50 you know what i'm saying we split, 14 split the years difference away is from 45 i was pretty much weak. is it 45 yeah it says 45 according to google oh, okay that's cool i got some yeah. time i got nine years so anyway <laughs> uh i got nine years before i get a finger in my ass it's cool um but yeah we about 14 years away from 50 years old. And I was just thinking about how, man, think about this. Did I say this last week? I don't know. I've just been thinking about it a lot. We're at the point where if you don't get your shit together, you are literally taking years off your life. Like right now. If you don't get your shit together, if you don't start eating right, if you don't start like giving a fuck about trying to work out, at least walking around the block after you eat or something one, two, three times a week, you are taking years off your life. Like you were supposed to be here until you was, you know, 72, but now you're only going to be here till you 68 because you didn't want to walk around. And you were supposed to be here until you was 72. You're only going to get 68 because you ain't walking around. Plus you smoking. So now you didn't knock that down to 62. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I don't think people realize how important this shit is. And people look at, oh, look at such and such. He he's supposed to be the most fit person in the world and he died. And it's like, man. So anyway, I was bringing all that up because I've been thinking about that already. And then Rick Ross is found unresponsive. That dude is a positive cat, man. I respect the, I respect the fuck out of Rick Ross. Yep. Because every time you see him in an interview, he's talking about how he's bringing his team up, trying to put somebody else on, how he's trying to get it, and he's trying to do it all pretty positive for the most part. And bring other people up. It's not just the and he's trying team. To bring it's other the community and shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's not he's not the crab in the bucket. He ain't he ain't flashing a bunch of money talking about look at my money phone, look at my money Bluetooth, look at this. I got money, 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 money. Look at me. Like you you take like a money Mayweather. He talks about money, money this. I ain't heard him talk about bringing nobody up, trying to put nobody on. It's, it's, it's it sounds really selfish in comparison when you talk about a Rick Ross. So anyway, bringing that up, Rick Ross is found unresponsive. It's like fuck, man. 
they say he was on some type of life support and then some some things came out that that wasn't true i don't know what's going on with that man but prayers up to homie i hope him the best because it'd be sad to see homie go right yeah now I, I actually said a prayer this morning um when i woke up and asked god to you know take away take away uh donald trump and not rick ross oh okay you know what I'm saying? So I mean, if you gotta take somebody, like take this nigga. Why, away, why don't know? we give you somebody else? Right. Hey, nah, just, just, hey, just let us. God, keep like cross. I don't want that fool neither. I don't want him. Yeah, please, Lord. <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, Rick Ross is in is in that is in that thing, right? And then <laughs> I'm scrolling through Instagram. Check. Fifty Cent is a savage, bro. <laughs> Fifty Cent is a savage. I saw a picture, one picture, and I knew exactly what it meant. It was a picture of a white man that was on the movie Rocky, and his name is Ivan, right? Ivan Drago. It's Ivan it's Drago. Drago is what they would you would know him for as. Yeah, yeah. And when I saw the picture, it didn't really have a caption or nothing. I saw the picture and I thought of if he dies, he dies. I was like, oh, come on, 50. That is some savage shit right there, man. What did you think about that when you saw it? Um, it, it initially, I mean, honestly, um, I kind of chuckled because like he didn't even have a caption on there. It just was the picture. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And you ain't shit for laughing. Like and I was in the same he didn't boat. At I nobody. Laughed. He didn't say shit. He just let the let the the Instagram speak for itself. It was a he. He posted a picture from a quotable. Though it's a quotable. Yeah. Everybody knows what that is. If you ever seen Rocky, you know what it is. Yeah, it's it's when it's basically when Drago uh, knocked out of uh, Apollo Creed, and then he turned. And look, I can't. I can't remember what he's looking at. It's probably like his corner or something. And he said, "No, they was giving an interview, and he's like, if he dies, he dies.' It's beef out here. This is Russia versus USA. He didn't care, right? This is G Unit versus uh, Maybach Music. Wow, uh, that's pretty wild. He is a different type of dude. So I know he was getting killed on social media. There was actually a lot of people that was agreeing with him. I don't know. Which, yeah." That that's that's kind of that's kind of whack. Like Fifty Cent is different. I, 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 I'm not gonna 50%. say I. Well, I'm not gonna say I agree with them. Um, but he is. You like I just told you, if you wanna have that energy, you better keep that same energy. Like yeah. when you beefing, I mean it's beef. Like, are you a nice enemy? Like when it's really yeah. like about like if it's really some shit going on. There ain't no uh, no truce, no times of truce or whatever. Yeah, you know? you know what, though? So, like I said, I expect something like that from 50, so I'm not mad at it because I know cent. 50 is different. Yeah, his mom died when he cent. was little. His pops wasn't around. He was right. raised by his grandma. He's a different type of dude. He well, was a street cat. He's really, really different. In 50 Cent, I mean, he posted up a video of, of Ricky Ross's girl getting plowed. I mean, yeah. You expect more from him than that? I don't know, man. Anyway, I expected I expected from fifty. But to answer your question, though, you asked a question. I mean, 
in, in the beef, do you have to say anything? Like I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. In a beef, if somebody's coming at you, then you come at them, and maybe you'll go at them if you need to. But homie was found unresponsive. He's in a hospital. He's probably fighting for his life. He might not make it anyway. You don't need to do nothing. You don't need to say nothing. You can just sit there and chill. Nobody's addressed you. But 50 purposely came out there and put the picture out there on purpose. That's that's wild, bro. That's, that's wild. wild. Uh, so are we holding this against like Dr. Dre and, and Daz on Doggy Style? On the intro, they was talking about um, no. On the intro, Lottie Dottie on on yeah. Doggy Style, and they was in yeah. the little party or whatever, and talking about Snoop is up there with some big booty chick, and yeah. they was like, "What about them? Uh, them cats have been talking about you." And Dre, and Dre was like, "Fuck them." And I think Das came in it was like HIV having motherfucker talking about Easy E. Yeah, easy easy come easy. And that's how I went, and then like yeah. two months later, Easy E died. <laughs> I mean, like nobody's holding that against them. They obviously knew. We didn't even know he had HIV at the time. <laughs> like they spoke that shit into existence, or maybe they knew. Wait, that. are you sure? Oh, I think you're right because I think we. I think he came out like 1993. Yeah, and and Doggy Style came out like 92. I think you're right. Yeah. I didn't even realize that they, they, they dropped it first. Yeah. They said that shit before it even came out. Because, I mean, he died. Like, it, it, he came out about having HIV. I mean, and it was like weeks later, like a couple yeah, of weeks like, later. It was like two or three weeks later he passed. Yeah. And they still dropped Doggy. You can go listen to Doggy Style right now on iTunes. And that shit still plays they didn't edit that shit out on the remastered or nothing i mean they even took out the <laughs> the emmett till shit on that wayne verse dog but these Did niggas they? wishing yeah they they got that edited out uh wait wait wait, wait. which which uh song did he do that because he, he i think he did it twice he did it on like the, the swiss beats a, remix like emmett till oh okay well they didn't get it off of uh this is this is Swiss the remix where it's like I'm beating up your block yeah I get my Emmett Till on he ain't, uh, no. he ain't they ain't edit that one no that well one I, I think they drew the line of beating the pussy up like Emmett Till okay I think they drew the line that anything when Twitter is like active you know what I'm saying oh, Twitter yeah. wasn't active that dropped in like 2006 2007 it's, uh, that song is Me Bitches by Swiss mm-hmm. Wayne did a remix on it was, it's probably one of his dedications one of his mixtapes and it was super raw, but he said, I'm beating up your block. Yeah, I get my Emmett Till. That was uh, Future. The song I'm thinking about is Karate by uh, Future. Ah, and yeah, that song was on the radio, yeah. so that, that was gotcha. really ringing. So they, they had to do something about that. Yeah, they had to shut that down. They That's ain't hear no cool. mixtape by Swiss Beats or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was a Wayne mixtape. It was Wayne mixtape. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't remixing the Swiss song. Nobody care about But, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was dope. That was when Wayne was super dope. But anyway, uh, point is, man, you know... Speaking about the the Daz and 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 Doggy Style situation, like Easy was still walking around then though. Yeah. Like this dude is fresh in the hospital. You ain't gotta like Easy was for all intents and purposes. Easy was I. He was healthy at the time that the disc came out. And so you know what I'm saying. Like if you know somebody got sickle cell or you know somebody you know what I'm saying 
<laughs> anyway, what, what Pac say about uh about uh about Prodigy? A mob deep. Don't one of you niggas got sickle cell or something? You better <laughs> you better sit down for you have a seizure or heart attack. You know what I'm saying? And this nigga died. It's cool because that. they walking around. But homie's in a hospital right now, dog. Hold I, on, I dude. For, uh, but Prodigy died though, right? He just died. I mean, Pac did that back in that was a long time ago. Yeah, so <laughs> that was a long time ago. I mean, but it's <laughs> still kind of the same. Like ninety six, you know. dog. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Pac paid for you know his karma. Ah, him, there you go. So. Yeah, he he got his he got his own karma going on for him. But anyway, there's a, there's another conversation in this. I mean, we talked a lot about um, about health and getting your body right, and that's not to say that that raw saying. I don't know what type of health issues he got outside of him just trying to lose the weight. Uh, cause I know he's been having seizures and such. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and and you know what's crazy? Speaking of that, before we move on, that it seems like everybody that's doing that that scissor, everybody that's promethazine and up, is having them seizures. Dog Wayne was having the same shit. A lot of niggas having it or having some type of ailment. You know, your boy Bun was having a sleep apnea, and uh, it seems like that shit can cause a lot of. It's related to a lot of different complications, Pimp and it C, might all be coincidence. Uh, uh, DJ Screw Pimp C, uh, uh, old boy from Chicago. Um, 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 what's his name? Chief Key's boy. Oh, I don't uh, know. The Chirac, uh Devil, basically <laughs> that that cat. He he died. Um, he was on oh. that shit. He was pouring up heavy too. Heavy, yeah. Mm. So, anyways, it's, it's interesting the relationship between all that stuff. So, anyway, I don't know Fredo uh, Santana. his health. Oh, okay, yeah, Fredo Santana. Okay, I don't know what his uh, what, what Rick Ross's health is like. I know that he tried to get healthy as far as his weight, and he did. He was successful in losing a bunch of weight. Uh, but the other conversation and all this, and we talked about Fifty Cent and how he's going after this man after he's he's in the hospital and got these ailments. The other conversation is that damn 50 Cent, dog. He seems to be obsessed, dog. What do you think he's obsessed with? He's obsessed with just beef, basically. Definitely. I mean, that, he, is, that is it. Yeah, he, he would. I mean, if he, especially if he can't, like, destroy your career like he did with Ja Rule, he'll just keep. I mean, I guess there was no reason for him ever to end it. I was watching the Rick Ross Uncensored. And uh, I miss that. It it it'd be uh it, it comes on over and over again. Yeah, so I'm sure catch it will. It on right. TV one or whatever. Uh, it was supposed to be coming out anyway. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that this is happening at that time. It could be a publicity thing. I don't know. You never put it in the past anybody. But anyway, uh, TV one. I think that's the channel. Rick Ross uncensored. They they he talked about the beef with with Fifty Cent, and he was saying that. 50, he felt like 50 was going down the line just beefing with people. And he said he had respect for 50 Cent and how he moved because he felt like he was being strategic. Um, but when he got he got to Khaled, he ain't like that. So Rick Ross jumped out there and then 50 jumped on his ass. And he made it seem as though like 50 just put out the, the tape. But I remember Khaled and Rick Ross had put like put out a picture of 50 Cent's son. And put like a like a monkey face to it because they were saying that that uh, Fifty looked like a monkey, mm. and Fifty went berserk after that. That's when that video came out. I forget what the name of it is. It's on YouTube. But when they had DJ Khaled Mama sleeping at work, like Fifty, I showed you. Did I show you that video? 
Mm, All I know I is know. they were showing like Fifty was doing like a nursery rhyme. Like he did like a little rhyme, and he was basically saying, "I'm watching you," and he was like, "Peep it." Like we say, "Here go your moms at work, sleep," and it was DJ Khaled mom. Oh, wow. Sleeping at work, bro. He's just letting them know that you could be touched. And he showed a picture of DJ Khaled mom house. Like I know where you sleep. And I was like, yo, that shit got crazy. He dropped that after after Rick Ross and uh and DJ Khaled had put that that picture out of his son. And How after that picture, huh? How long ago was this? This was back in six, two thousand six, seven, eight. Oh, I was about to say, like, why the hell is DJ? I was about to say, why the hell is DJ Khaled mom still working? Like, she's still at the damn call center. Like, nah, <laughs> nah, she was. It looked like where she was at. It looked like she worked at like some type of museum or attraction. She looked like she was a security guard and she was sleep on the job. Oh, man, well, and good it thing, was good crazy. Thing how they had that on video, now, man, because. Uh, huh? It's a good thing Khaled's winning now that now his, I'm sure his mom is well taken yeah, care of. Yeah, his mom can be safe because that shit was wild. That was wild. So after that, Khaled was like, I'm done. I'm out. We done. Like, I ain't doing this no more. And so that beef style, well, that part of the beef style. And then uh, that's when 50 started putting out the Pimp and Curly videos about Rick Ross. And Rick Ross was saying that, uh, that, that 50's a monkey. I didn't think Rick Ross was going to survive that beef. But he definitely was victorious, and he kept winning. And then, you know, he kept winning and did more interviews. And I got a lot of respect for Rick Ross. He arguably, people. he arguably won the beef. To be honest, mm, I wouldn't say that. Like, if he didn't, he didn't get killed by because Fifty Cent was the aggressor, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so he weathered the storm. Wait, wait. I don't know who was the aggressor. I can't say that because the way the same, Rick Ross put it is that he went at Khaled. And since he since Fifty went at Khaled, Rick Ross jumped in it. What well, so. well, well, I'm saying as a as a person who really didn't follow it closely, the only side I really ever was hearing from was Fifties. Oh, he, definitely. He, he, he was had the loudest voice. voice. Yeah. yeah, he had the loudest voice. And and to me, it was like, oh, you know, like Rick Ross is going to get killed out here. You know, like just as far as his career, whatever. You I know, didn't. I didn't. Think that's he was that's the way. Make it, again, as somebody who wasn't really following it, that's the way I was looking yeah. at it. it yeah. just, and um, you know, he's like I said, I saw the the video of his baby mama. I, I studied that a few times, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't think he was gonna be able to beat that. So what I'm saying is, like, if he made it through, kept growing, making hits, hit the whole the whole family's winning. You know, at this point, MMG and we the best. I would say they kind of won in the sense that 50 Cent didn't beat them. 50 nah, Cent didn't. They didn't win. Them. They just didn't die. I wouldn't give them a win because. So what? They the North, is, this is the North Korea beef? A beef? It's the he, Korean he's transcended. He's transcended music, bro. He's like in the TV and movies and shit. He just had Dinner Thieves come out. Power is killing them. Well, no, I'm not. But, but water I'm, say, I'm saying, though, but if he's not the. But he was the aggressor. Okay, okay, so like I said, is this the Korean War of Beefs? Uh, is this, so, or, you know, where, because nobody really won that war. It was just kind of a stalemate. Yeah, so I'm saying, are you, are you saying that it's, it's just a stalemate? Is that what you're saying? I kind of feel, I kind of feel like. I'll give it that. I'll give it a stalemate. 
I kind of feel like Rick Ross kind of could have won though. It kind of won it in a sense, but just he because wasn't shut, he wasn't gonna shut down. I'm trying. 50, I'm trying like, to think. He, I know there's a quote for this. Basically, what what whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Yeah, it did. It made him stronger. And Fifty Cent. I mean, it's not like Fifty Cent lost. But oh, okay, I guess if Fifty Cent didn't lose, but he didn't really yeah, accomplish he, but he didn't accomplish what he was trying to do. Right, and I guess right. I guess what I'm looking at is he didn't jaw rule him. You know, Fifty Cent clearly was clearly victorious there. One person's career yeah. ended; the other person's kept going. So right. Fifty Cent lost in the sense that he couldn't repeat that. Right. Yeah. He he couldn't jaw rule him. Uh, he hasn't jaw ruled anybody. He hasn't Ja Rule anybody else mean. That's what I meant to say. True. Yeah, so. I mean, that was kind of crazy. He took down, like, the top guy, bro. That was... You can't do that every day. Right. That's that's not an easy task. Right. So, anyway. Point is, 50 Cent is obsessed with beef. Do you have any obsessions that are like that where you just feel like you got to do it all the time? You got to do it. And, and you're obsessed with it. You have anything like that? I have... Um, unfortunately I have plenty of things like that and we talked about it <laughs> um, a little bit before um, I think that's just kind of my personality though to when when I get into something I go hard on it and I start learning all about it um, even today after we went to the food place um, we went to the c- cigar lounge afterwards and I brought a cigar that I've been sitting on for like three years um, I didn't want to smoke it until I had like a special occasion to smoke it. And even when I started smoking it, I'm telling my, my workout partner about where it came from and the maker of it and what this meant, what that meant. Because at some point I was just obsessed with learning about cigars. Um, I was watching like just cigar reviews and videos and listening to podcasts about cigars, just taking in all this information. I wasn't necessarily obsessed with smoking cigars. I was obsessed with just learning about what's out there and all the ins and outs and technical things about them and all that stuff and how they're made. And I just took in all that information. So I would get obsessed with something. Um, I would say lately I've been struggling. (laughs) I would call it a struggle, actually. Um, Because I believe it is um, probably... Sometimes you know, okay, so I have I have I have two ways of thinking about it, but the I'll get to what I'm on right now. So okay, um, a couple was it a couple of weeks ago maybe I was uh, so like I said I've been doing the juicing along with the juicing I've also been exercising a lot. You doing steroids? Uh yeah right. I mean we already established that I've been juicing, <laughs> <laughs> but um hitting the juice but uh so i was also exercising a lot and i was running a lot and so i did the c25k which is a nine-week program that allows you to be able to run a 5k um, distance three miles 3.1 miles and so my my way of my obsessive ways you know it, it wasn't enough for me just to get to the 5k because I've done that before anyway. But my obsessive ways started making me think, okay, I want to run this 5K in a certain amount of time. 
I already know I could get the distance. Now I want to be able to run it faster. Yeah. And so I started trying to push myself because, yeah, I'd already finished the program, but you know I was just trying to run like 5K three times a week basically. And so I was like, you know what? I want to be able to run this under 40, 45 minutes. And this is on the treadmill because it's still winter time. We have seasons in St. Louis, in case you forgot. And so I'm running this on the treadmill. And so it was just one day we were doing a run. And I'm like, okay, I'm going for this 45 minutes, which is four miles per hour, essentially, to run three miles in, in 45 minutes. Yeah. I've done it before, but I haven't done it recently. So, and I definitely haven't done it on the treadmill. And so I'm doing the run and I start getting tired. I was a lot more tired than I ever have been before. And I'm like, since it's a treadmill, it's a constant pace. And I'm like, I am not going to stop. I'm not going to slow this thing. I'm not even going to slow this thing down. I'm going to push until I can't push anymore. And right there on that treadmill, I had made the decision that I will die. I would rather die before I will lower this thing even 0.1 <laughs> of a mile per hour. That's when the obsession becomes a problem, bro. And this fool talking about putting his health at risk. I kept because no, not my health. It. I didn't give a fuck about health. I didn't give a fuck about life at that point. I was like. I would be happy. I would fucking feel honored if I died right here on this treadmill. That's okay, the way I that's fucking a stretch, but that's huh? a stretch. But go ahead. No, it's like dying on a fucking battlefield. To me, I mean, like I know it's not. I'm not trying to compare myself to a fucking soldier, but it, it's it's similar, you know. Where like that's my battlefield. This is this has been my battlefield. I've been fucking dealing with this uh, diabetes and um, being overweight. And I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to let it beat me. I'm going to beat this motherfucker. And one of the one of my mantras has been, you know, like my mind will break before my body does. And I believe that shit. And like I said, man, I was just obsessed with this shit. And like I said, I was like prepared to fucking die right then and there. And the shit happened again where I was going for my 45 minutes and I made the decision again. I'm like, I'm not going to stop. And at the end of both runs, I'm just completely spent. I'm sitting down. And the second time, though, uh, it was a little different. Like my, I was lightheaded. Uh, my fucking vision was damn it was kind of blurry my ears had popped um and later i realized my blood sugar is crazy low uh like i said i'm diabetic normally my blood sugar is high but since i've been uh you know not taking in any processed bullshit since i've been exercising like crazy i got my blood sugar good but i got it so good that now it's starting to go low now it's starting to be yeah okay and so and so that's that was that was the issue on those days so uh, what was the outcome did you get close to your 45 like i got 46 on that second day what'd you get on that i got 46 on that second day and even on that first day um i still didn't get 45 but i was like you know what fuck that i'm gonna finish this shit i'm not stopping 
Yeah. And so... Um, That's dope. And so... It, it even happens at work. <laughs> I've been working on this one spreadsheet for the past... The entire time I've been at my job for like... Uh, or in this position, which has been like seven years. And I actually titled the spreadsheet My, my Magnificent Obsession. <laughs> That's what's okay. called the MMO spreadsheet. My Magnificent <laughs> Obsession. Yeah. And I got that title from this guy, C.T. Fletcher. I think I talked about him before. He's a he's a workout guy. Um, yeah. And he basically said, and it's true. I mean, as far as I can tell, no, you can't do shit. You can't be great at anything unless you obsess with that shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, Michael jo- Michael Jordan. He was obsessed with being the greatest. You know, Kobe. Kobe. Kobe was obsessed with that too. Mayweather, Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson. Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, pick one. Michael Phelps, nigga. Yeah. All, all of them. Everybody who's great is obsessed with that shit. Tom Brady is obsessed with that shit. And so no matter what the fuck you're doing, uh, is if, if it's basketball, if it's boxing, if it's washing cars, you know, you better be the best car washing motherfucker out there. You better be. You know what? That's. Part of that is because, like you said, you can be a jack of all trades, and those people are generally people who get at it for a little bit. They learn enough to be dangerous and be good at it, and then they get mm-hmm. up out of it. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's how you become the jack of all trades. If you if you become too obsessed, you just you know you get stuck on that one thing. You be really really good at that one thing, and then the jack of all trades they they play with it a little bit. And then there's some people who just don't do anything long enough. Their mind switches too quick. To where right. they really not good or great at anything. They just know a, a little bit about a lot of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and so, and I guess just my personality, I'm just susceptible to becoming obsessed with things. And I mean, and to be honest, completely open and honest, I mean, it's I think it's everything with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what it is, uh, if, if it catches that little piece of my um my brain my personality whatever if it hits that trigger it's over i'm on it so like shoes i don't say i'm gonna say i'm necessarily obsessed with the necessarily the buying of shoes but lately i've been obsessed with consuming information about shoes yeah you know, I know I, i've been i know as all long the different as I've colorways and their nicknames and shit and how much they cost on StockX and what they reselling for and shit yeah as long as long as i've been as long as we've been friends there's a few obsessions some waves that i remember you going through yeah and uh let me see let me so let's see first obsession i would say is music that i remember you were super obsessed with like uh uh, or what I consider to be obsessed with uh, with music, say mm-hmm. what whether it be three six no limit yeah or and or I just say southern music yeah super obsessed with that yeah um I won't say you was obsessed with beats uh when you when you got your speakers and shit you was happy but it was more of an obsession of music and then shortly after right. that I remember an obsession with uh with photography well like car it was cars before that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, cars. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, it was cars. 
It was cars. I do remember the car obsession. <laughs> then after that, I remember a photography obsession. And then shortly after that, uh, I remember the gun obsession. Like you were super, super into guns for a minute. Um, and again, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to clear that one up. Again, this is more of a uh, consuming information about them. I yeah. wasn't like yeah. loading up and buying a bunch of bullets and shit. You know, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, and that's important to say, too. These obsessions are about consuming in- information. You, you yeah, all of this. super hard yeah. on learning, learning yeah. all the ins and outs of it. And there's a couple of things that uh, that you became obsessed with that I happen to know a little bit about. So I, I knew a little bit, a little bit about guns because I learned a little bit while I was in the Marine Corps. And then uh, I'll get, I get to the others. I get to the others. Shoes was one, but I get to that in a minute. Um, but there's a couple that I was able to be there for because I knew a little bit right. about it. And you would research a bunch of shit, and then you'd ask me some questions, and you'd tell me some shit that I didn't even know because you was researching it super hard. But uh, let's see. So we got cameras. We got guns. Let me see. The other one I remember is cigars. I mean, yeah. I remember when you got into cigars. You got into cigars super heavy. And then uh, yeah, that hit the hard. latest one. The the latest one has been shoes. Yeah. You you've been consuming information about shoes super, super, super heavy. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything that I miss, but as being exercising, as, as I mean health, my health, best friend. Like learning about health has been a thing. Too. Oh, and yeah, the gym. The gym yeah. too. The yeah. gym. Uh, the gym was one. I remember you was going to the gym super heavy and then juicing has been the late one. Uh yeah. this has been the latest one. And uh, actually, I'll call that the latest one because I think shoes was slightly before juicing. Right, right. So this juicing one has been been the latest one. You've yeah. been going super hard, but so, yeah, you definitely have this addictive uh, personality for information. Yeah, you would definitely try to consume as much as you possibly can. And, and and sometimes, depending on what it is, like like I just told you, I, I like that. You know my feelings about obsession, and you can't be great at anything when it, you know without being obsessed with it. Um, so like with photography, I think that was a healthy obsession, right? Yeah. Um, it turned into a, a revenue stream. So yeah, cigars. Not necessarily cigars to consume them, or necessarily uh, not. Not I'm not saying healthy as in health wise, but you know it wasn't really hurting anything um like you know i wasn't spending a lot of money on cigars or nothing again it was more information based shoes i could see shoes being a problematic one Um, because you can't win you can't win with shoes because the bank is always deeper than your pocket they gonna keep dropping new shoes with a different color and it's always going to be something that could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, because you get, you get like for me, I I finally get some shoes, and it's like, okay, what's the next one going to be? Not that I necessarily got to go right out and buy some more, but I definitely am thinking, okay, I finally got, like, I got these Black Cement 3s. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be wearing them. And it's like, okay, what's next? What's the next Holy Grail shoe for me? You know? Yeah. Um, but still not the worst thing to obsess about. Now the health that now as far as healthy obsessions. Now let's talk about the health obsession that I have. That actually could be problematic 
Just like I said, I was prepared to die. And, not, and that's that's no fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um in between those two those two crazy runs I had, I went and did one out um like in the in the country basically where there was nobody else. I just ran on a trail. And again, yeah. I set my goal to be under 45 minutes. And I said, this is what I'm about to go do. I'm about to go run. And I just ran the shit by myself. I didn't have nobody to run with. And this is, I didn't see not one single, like when I first started running, I saw one lady walking with a dog and that was like 20 seconds into the run. And after that, I saw no one else. So I could have passed out out there and I would just been laying out there. Yeah. Um, Good thing is I did come under uh, sub 45 minutes though. So nice you didn't tell me about that <laughs> gains bro uh, pr gains. well actually i didn't even pr i actually i pr a couple of years ago um it seems like on the street i can run faster somehow i don't, I don't know what that's about but yeah because treadmills suck that's why yeah. that shit sucks bro. Yeah, but i don't even know how you can run on a treadmill for 40 minutes have to man i run on a treadmill for like four minutes it you feel like you've run for like 22 minutes and you look down it's like fuck it's only been three minutes and 32 seconds yeah that's why you gotta fuck. cover up that thing man you gotta cover up that uh dude i find time. myself i'm like i'm not gonna look at it i'm not gonna look at it. i'm not gonna look at it and then i want to look and i'm like nope nope i'm gonna hold it off and when i finally look three minutes 15 seconds i'm like damn that's it Oh man! I ain't yeah, just put a, just put a towel over it, and so I, I just put a towel over it, and all I could see is the ones uh, a decimal place in the in the, in the distance. Yeah. So I can just see that tick away, and that's how I man. know. But that shit is rough. But so yeah, man. Um, that's me. I mean, I get obsessed about shit. I, I get obsessed. Let me see. Yeah. Do I have any obsessions? Um, I let's see. I don't I'm not really strict on anything. I, I'm obsessed with getting more information. I love learning new shit. I love hearing new facts and learning shit. That's like the coolest thing to me. I will say the greatest obsession that I have is that when I'm determined to do something, I can't sleep unless I do it. I will stay up all night long. Yeah. All night until I get that shit. If I if I run into a problem and actually it becomes an issue because it might be somebody else's problem. They'd be like, yo, man, my computer, it just gave me a blue screen, and I just don't know what happened. Like, uh, you know anything about that? And then I'll fuck around and be like, okay, hold on. I, I should know how to do this. And I will stay up. I will, I will work on that shit for 6, 10, 12, 16, 24 hours until I figure that shit out, until I fix it. If something breaks at my house, I'm looking it up, reading on it, and trying to fix it. I will not sleep until I get that shit together. And that that can cause problems there's been times that i had to finish something for work and if it's not right if it's not the way that i want it i will stay up it'll be fucking 4 30 in the morning and i gotta be at work at like seven or something right. i don't get to sleep until 4 30 gotta wake up at 5 30 or 6 so i can get ready to go don't get no sleep but at least it's ready to go whatever i wanted to get done i get it done so that's those were my run-ins with us with obsession but uh so when i'm determined to get something done it's that but you know we talk about obsession as if most times obsession has like a negative connotation to it but obsession could be a form of persistence 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be a form of, I want to do this. And a lot of you motherfuckers that's listening to this podcast, y'all need more obsession in y'all life. You know what I'm saying? All of us can use yeah. a little better obsession somewhere. I can use a, some better obsession with budgeting. I know exactly what I need to do, but I don't exactly stick to it oh, like I, like I've I been, should. I've been obsessed with that. Actually, that's kind of where my, my obsession with like ex, uh, Microsoft Excel and spreadsheets came from. I started yeah. putting down like all my bills and shit and I, I made a spreadsheet and that motherfucker just kept growing and growing and growing <laughs> and I needed to learn how to do something. I went and looked it up and you know, I was like, Excel has got to be able to do this. And I just started learning that shit. And that spreadsheet actually still exists on my, um, magnificent, mag- magnificent, magnificent obsession spreadsheet. Yeah, it's still actually Yo, a piece of it. And top tip from the corporate streets: I've been working with Excel for like because I use it for work a whole lot, analyzing data and shit. Uh, but if there's something that you're trying to do in Excel and it seems like you're working really hard to do it, I guarantee you there's an easier way. That's what I tell myself when I'm working on that shit. I'm like, man, this is way too much. Just gotta be an easier way. The trick is you just gotta know how to type in your situation in a way that somebody else has typed it in that same way so you can find out what the what the answer is because somebody got it out there you ain't the first person that's trying to do it so right. that's top tip you got some you trying to figure some shit out in excel and it seems like you're working really hard google it because there has to be an easier way excel was made to to make shit easy for you so anyway but yeah budgeting is budgeting is one that i've been lacking in lately i know i need to do better and I know I have the ability to do better. I have the know-how. I know how to use spreadsheets. I know what I need to be looking at. I just haven't been assessed enough with doing it. I've been, I guess, more excess, obsessed with purchasing shit. So I need, I need to change up. So, but I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of us out there need to be more obsessed and be need to be more persistent about things in our lives to make it better. So it could be health. It could be budgeting. You know, because you want to get that house or you need to get that new car, whatever it is, we need to be more persistent, man. We need to be more obsessive. So no more doubt, compulsive man. and obsessive with it. No fucking doubt. And yeah, for me, so I talked about all my stuff. Uh, I probably won't change anything at this point, uh, except for I'm going to I'm going to uh, chill out with going for 45 minutes on a like a daily basis. Yeah. I'm going to stop that pursuit. Um, I am running another 5K next week. or uh, Yeah, that's next week. So I'm running another 5K next week um, in Chirac. So I'm going to need that energy to navigate the uh, <laughs> the danger streets of the west side or wherever. It, I'm not sure where it is, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, y'all not doing a 5K nowhere that's dangerous. I can't, I can't be caught slacking nowhere. In the area, yeah. in the vicinity of uh, these slacking and lacking of these savages. So, yeah, I can't be. Yeah, caught. speaking of that, you you gonna you gonna carry your shit while you running? No, uh, I don't want no gun beefs in Chicago at all. Uh, they don't fuck around. <laughs> hey, don't get caught lacking though. <laughs> they don't fuck around with no uh, with them, <laughs> gun laws there. Hey, hey, you tell them you don't fuck around either. You ain't lacking. No, brother. Not 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 with not with Chirac, man. Uh, and I ain't talking about the savages. I'm talking about the police. You get you get oh, a, you get a gun gotcha. charge there. You you got problems. 
Oh, you you done. Yeah. Speak speaking of gun charges, gun laws, savages and 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 all that and all that craziness. There's been a lot going on with guns, bro. And there's been a lot of school shootings going on. At one point, we was at 12 for the year and I think like another 3 popped off. We probably at 15 by now. I don't know what number we at, but this shit is wild, bro. All these school shootings, shit is wild. You think it's wild? It's wild. What? What? Yeah. Okay. So, I kind of immediately have a beef with that. What is what is classified as a school shooting? What what makes it a school shooting? Is it just simply a gun going off in a school? That's cause that that uh, that's now a school shooting, right? Okay. I don't know what the definition is of a school shooting, but anytime there is shootings at schools and people are getting hit i will consider that a school shooting is it people getting hit or is it a person getting hit a student or whoever is it just one person getting hit is that a school shooting uh nah well in the context in the context of what i'm speaking of i'm talking about when there are multiple people getting hit well hold on hold on i'm not talking about the number the number you just gave what is what is the definite what are they defining and the only reason i'm saying that this is probably because of you that i'm even thinking in this way because i mean we we've sat here and talked about statistics and memes and how bullshit they be Let, yeah. let's let's get let's, let's talk about these numbers now like is a school shooting just a gun going off in the school you know what i'm saying like is they are okay. they are they counting that because i know when people hear school shooting they're thinking about, you know, a dozen kids getting mowed down by right. a big bad right. AR fifteen. But is that's that, a good point. Is that all school shootings? Now that's we start a good point. Are we talking about mass shootings? Now, you know, if there's a influx of mass shootings happening, yeah, I'm with that problem. But yeah. school shootings? Niggas get shot in schools every day, B. That that's 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 just the honest truth. If you go to the hood, I mean that's why they got metal detectors in these schools. In the hood. It wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem because before you know, when that was happening since the nineties, go watch uh uh what what was it called? Um I was supposed to call it Gangsta Paradise. That's the name of the song, but uh what was that movie called with Michelle Pfeiffer? Uh yeah, dangerous minds. Uh, it's called dangerous minds. Dangerous minds. Dangerous minds. They had metal detector in there, whatever. You know, um, they've been having metal detectors in black schools since the nineties. It wasn't a problem then, definitely. bro. Definitely, definitely. And they're I'm with that. And so they was having school shootings then. <laughs> you know what? Not to be insensitive, but I'm just saying we do, if we want to talk yeah. numbers and let's, stats, let's, bro. Let's keep it real. Yeah, let's keep it real. You know what? That is a very good point you brought up. That's a very good point you brought up. What is the definition of a school shooting? If we're going to talk about the number, what is the definition behind it? Now, my definition, when I talk about a school shooting, when I'm when I'm going to reference a school shooting, I'm not talking about when uh when Johnny went to go shoot Harry because he was fucking his girlfriend. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not calling that a school shooting. That shit is a beef. He wanted to go handle that Even shit. Even though it happened in not school. Not saying that that's the best way. Not saying that's the best way, but I'm saying he had a problem with one person that he happened to be at school. He knew what he can catch him lacking at. He caught him lacking at school and he wouldn't handle this shit. That's the way he thought was best to handle that. Okay. When I'm thinking about school shooting, I think about uh, 
mass killings involved and some weirdo is going and shooting people while everybody else is trying to learn but this fool is shooting people for no fucking reason but but we also have to be careful with putting out that wording because again when they put out these statistics about there was this many school shootings they're putting it out there and people automatically think multiple people getting shot up and that's uh, there's no way that's what these school shooting reports are or else we'll be hearing about it every no, other day no i just efforted it and you're totally right that's why that's why i got to give you credit to uh to bring in bring into light the fact that we need to define what we're talking about with the school shooting thank you sir because when when we think about school shootings and they talk about it they always talk about these automatic <laughs> <laughs> these automatic weapons that yeah. was used you know what i'm saying so when i think of a school shooting i'm thinking of an automatic weapon that's being used yeah. that's killing multiple people and it's really really sad because everybody else came there to learn and somebody came there with a different agenda and they shooting at people for no reason niggas you coming through saying? with a gatling gun just, yeah <laughs> just just blowing everybody people, yeah people got a uzi because blowing people down because here's there's here's the here's the honest fact yeah, there might be 12 school shootings this year. We only heard about one, right? It, or one or two. I can't. I, I, I kind of lose track of it, but uh, what is it, one? No, no, we, no. I want to say we heard about three. Okay. So, let's say, let's say it's three. I don't know what it is. But let's let's okay. say it is three, right? Um, yeah. So, that, that would leave, what, nine that we didn't hear about? That's because those nine didn't make it past the local news because those nine only included two parties. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, again, I efforted that. And so, I see January 15th, uh, straight bullets hitting school buildings, not occurring during school hours, no injuries. Is that, that's uh, a school shooting? Straight bullets hitting school building. Yeah, it is. Because, because a school, school was involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Straight bullets hitting school building <laughs> during school even though, hours. Even though it was during winter break at 3 o'clock in the morning, not even a yeah, janitor was shooting. there. Yeah. Uh, straight bullets hitting school building during school hours, no injury. Suicide attempts during school hours resulting in one death. Wow. A middle school shooting shot himself in the bathroom? Damn. I heard that happened today, right? No, 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 no. That was January 10th. Oh, I think I think one of those Arizona. just happened today, too. Damn. What is a middle... So what is happening to a middle school kid that he went to school to shoot himself? Bro. Jeez Louise. Are, are, you, are you serious with that question? I'm... I, that's a whole nother podcast, bro. But because <laughs> that is it because is, it I, is. I, I thought I talked about it on here before. My middle school shit was crazy. Like my experience. But we we could talk no, about. We it. went to the same middle school, and there was not one time that I can think of anything that happened so bad that I would take a gun to school and shoot myself in the bathroom. If it wasn't, Ever. if it wasn't okay, but that's your experience. You it might is. you might it not totally have been. Is having the the issues that another kid is having a kid like me i'm going my my mom well it wasn't going through a divorce but there was a new boyfriend in the house um i hated that motherfucker you know what i'm saying um my fucking grades was slipping i was in a shitty uh, i was in a shitty group uh (laughs) you know like with with our classes you know we had to move with the same group and I fucking hated the class they ended up putting me in in eighth grade. Yeah, uh, was you on star team? No, I wasn't a star team. But no, you like, like when you go to your core classes, 
you were oh, even though you yeah. were changing they, classes, they you were grouped with yeah, the same people. Yeah, they start people. categorizing you they and track shit. You. They start yeah. uh they start limiting yeah, they start because limiting my, you and putting you in a box. Yeah, because my shit fell off in the seventh grade. Um so my eighth grade year I was in a fucked up class. Yeah, you got put with the fucking class clan. And, and I had to get up out of there. But it all started yeah, off man. when I on the first day of school in Miss Bolifer's class, they she asked they told us to say something about ourselves and I said my favorite song was Funky Y Two C <laughs> And it was over after that, man. I fucked up for the rest of my life. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, you should have said that. I didn't know how to play it off. I could have played it off as a joke, but when people started laughing, I got a little embarrassed or whatever. Uh, but no, seriously. Um, but no, like if people are like joning on you, if you the fucking person getting joned on, I wasn't necessarily the person getting joned on, so I didn't have it as bad as a lot of those kids. But <coughs> but if if there was just an instance when you're getting, joned I'm just on. thinking about he he had the gun at school. So did this kid take it to school to go do it because he didn't want to do it at home? He might have. He, I or, mean, if he's thinking like, or did man, he keep it with him? If he's did like, he keep it with him on multiple days and then he felt like okay. This shit is bad today. And then he went and did it because of that. If he's like, I'll show these motherfuckers. I'm going to go kill myself right here in the bathroom. And I mean, although you as a 36 year old man doesn't seem to understand that I can understand like a kid not knowing how to handle their emotions. God damn, you made me sound old. Thinking, thinking. You seem to have lost touch, <laughs> but <laughs> what shit was really like as a as a kid. But they they they're kids. They don't know how to handle their emotions, and if they don't got no guidance, you know what I'm saying. They on they think that going and doing that at a school is gonna somehow show these people how fucked up they are and how much you hate them. So I'm gonna go kill myself and I'll show you. Obviously, that's not the way to handle things, but. I'm going to go through a couple more of these. Uh, January 10th, a student fired a weapon uh, belonging to an advisor believing it wasn't loaded. No injuries reported. Now, that's crazy. School Why shooting. the fuck did the advisor give him or give this kid, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, a gun? The, the kid knows nothing about guns and they thought that it wasn't loaded. By the way, you're supposed to treat every weapon as if it were loaded. Um and there were no injuries reported. A semi-automatic handgun brought to a school by a 12-year-old accidentally went off. Four students were injured. Damn. Four students were injured from one so, shot? So, 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 again, so this is where they fuck up, right? So, unless these motherfuckers were standing in a straight line, which I doubt that was the case, I'm sure the injuries came from the, the uh, preceding stampede. Oh, the stampede, huh? Yeah. Ah, that's true. You know. They ain't talking about that. They ain't talking about that. A third grader pressed the trigger of a law enforcement officer's gun. The weapon went off, but nobody was injured. Now, how the... F okay, I guess because it was on his hip, and so the kid went to go, oh, look, a gun. But the, but the fucking oh. trigger's just exposed? I thought they'd be having, like, the little cover on it. The holster. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. San Bernardino uh, bullets were fired through a window. No suspects or motive was identified. That's probably the hood. Oh, that's Cal State San Bernardino. So, yeah, that's the hood. Uh, Metropolitan High School, New York. A student fired a gun into the floor of a classroom. 21-year-old uh, was shot and killed during a fight. 
party on grounds. Now that that sound like some beef shit. Twenty mm-hmm. one year old was shot and killed during a fight at a party on school grounds. They call that a school shooting. So anyway, you brought up a good point, bro. A lot of these shootings that happen at the school are not the same. These are different type of school shootings. Right. These are shootings that happen at a school versus somebody coming and while everybody else is trying to do school shit and learn and better themselves and some weirdo comes in and starts shooting. That's different to me. Yeah. Okay. Now, while we're talking about that, let's talk about this uh this rhetoric about the automatic <laughs> about the automatic weapons, bro. Yeah, this, these AR fifteen. Any of these school shootings? This, these AR fifteens are automatic rep weapons. Yeah, and any of these school shootings that have occurred, whether it be one person or no injuries to multiple injuries, have you heard of the actual weapon that was an automatic weapon that was used? I have yet to hear about an automatic weapon being used in one of these. Okay. Actually, now hold on. What's the the Vegas guy? Was he he had an automatic right? No. He didn't either? He had a bump stock, which treated it like it was Oh, automatic. okay. Yeah. I, I, bump stock made it as if it were automatic. I, th- I thought I remember it, hearing it uh, kind of bust off kind of quick. No, as the recoil pulls back, it pushes your finger like it, it it's actually movable to have your finger pull on the trigger the way that it mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. And so it's a mechanical motion that makes your finger pull the trigger more, makes it making it very easy for you. So it appears to be automatic. Oh, okay. but it's not automatic. So anyway, um, none of these school shootings had automatic weapons. So let's get that straight. Uh, should we define what an automatic weapon is? If you feel it's necessary. Okay, let me see here. I want to make sure I get this right. An automatic firearm continuously continuously fires rounds as long as the trigger is pressed or held and there is ammunition in a magazine or chamber. In contrast, a semi-automatic firearm fires one round with each individual trigger pull. So these are semi-automatic weapons, which could be a general handgun, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That... Actually, a revolver is a semi-automatic weapon then, huh? Yeah, I would say so. A revolver. That can include a revolver. That can include a handgun. That can include uh, a shotgun. Uh, well, a shotgun that... Uh, a non-pump action... You mean like a non-pump action shotgun? Yeah. A non- well, yeah. Let's be let's be clear with that. They have shotguns that like have... Like AH-12 or something. Yeah. So semi-automatic. So most of the time these are semi-automatic weapons, but there's such a wide net. Uh, you know, you can cast a wide net on semi-automatic. You can go from a revolver to a handgun to a shotgun to an AR-15. These are all semi-automatic weapons. These are not automatic weapons. Automatic the, weapons. You hold the trigger and shots fire. But the the problem is is there's a, a large word in semi-automatic, and the word is automatic. And so people gotcha. You know, people watch movies like the 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 normal uh, casual person who's not into guns at all. They look at an AR-15 and then they see an M-16 on like platoon. That's the same fucking gun to them. Pretty much. This is and, and AR-15, really, the civilian version. Yeah, as I was saying, it really is. Um, 
it, it, it is the same gun like but like you said it's just the civilian version and the the m16 on platoon is an, a weapon used by the military that is fully or well, that can be fully automatic no no uh they have a burst burst mode. they have burst and they have the fully automatic joint right no or the mr it's, it's or is, single, that, is that the m4 then that's the yeah, fully automatic. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a single trigger pull, or you can do a burst mode, which is one trigger pull. You get three rounds. So, mm-hmm. but M16s are not automatic, just like AR15s aren't automatic. AK47s. Yeah, yeah. Semi-automatic or automatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, another issue is is the unfortunate naming of an AR15. So, most people probably think AR stands for assault rifle. That's not what AR means. The A in okay. huh? I said okay. Educate us. The the A in AR is actually Armalite. Right. So, but Boom. it's a big scary name, and it it looks like and it, and it's rifle. a big scary gun. I mean, when you're talking about having a gun, so Shit, when you talk I'm about scared the of little guns too. Right, when you, when you talk about the constitutional right, the right to bear arms. You don't you don't expect to see uh, a AR fifteen, a Armalite fifteen. <laughs> mm-hmm. You you expect to see a handgun, maybe a shotgun, but you don't expect to see an AR fifteen, that assault rifle. You know what I'm saying? Because it looks scary. It looks like something that's military or, or militant. It looks like something that you would use in war. And that's another thing too. Another catchphrase that I've been hearing, like these wartime guns, these war guns, is mm-hmm. what they were calling mm-hmm. them. But so. well, what was it? I think the Virginia Tech guy. Um, when when you just said something about you know a scary big gun. Yeah. Guess what he didn't have. He didn't have an AR-15. What did he have? He came in like fucking Antonio Banderas in uh, in Desperado, and just had the two nines. Yeah. And did work. I mean, that's it, it's. <laughs> so my, point, my point. My point was. My this? point was. I'm scared of a little gun too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it, ain't, it ain't got to be a big rifle for me to uh, take note. Right. They shoot lead projectiles at very fast rates. It's exploded from uh, a weapon mechanically and it uh and it hurts when you get hit and it can kill you it can really really hurt you so whether it be a small 22 or whether it be an ak-47 they all scary you know what i'm saying and there's there's a lot of talks about trying to have some type of gun reform because it's way too crazy now some of these stories are sensationalized and they shouldn't be some of them oh the news is really sad they love yeah. this shit as much as much yeah. as you know people they 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 show people are all sad the lo- the news is eating this shit up right and 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 the liberal folk the people who who want to enforce stricter gun laws are eating the shit up too and it, a lot of it is sad man i can't imagine losing a family member to a gunfight where they weren't supposed to be in the gunfight you know what i'm saying like i i got i got family members who gang bang and if they get shot down 
all I can say is live by die by, man. You live that kind of lifestyle. That's the type of shit that could happen. I can't really feel sorry for you in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you have family members that are in school and they're trying to learn, that place shouldn't be flooded with guns. And that place shouldn't be a place where you got to worry about if you're going to get shot or not. And that's a really, really sad story. And uh, just So there's a lot of conversation about gun reform and what we need to do and, and, and how we need and, to take And real quick, just, just, just pause the conversation for a moment. Um, I was about to look up what type of guns were used in the Virginia Tech shooting. And so I typed in in Google what kind of gun. And Google, I don't know. Google seems to have some kind of weird sense of humor. The first thing that comes up, what kind of gun is a Draco? <laughs> it ain't no weird sense of humor. That's what people want to know. People hear about the Draco. <laughs> so that's, you tell me that's the most common question that people yeah. are asking when they they type in what kind of gun it did it says is a draco is this that many yeah. niggas in the world that's out here trying to figure out what a draco is exactly i just think that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah man we but, got the draco yeah man all right i'm pause and go ahead all right anyway point is is that it is definitely a sad story and uh and people want gun reform they want something to happen different with guns so they think that if you take these uh assault rifles and these automatic weapons and these wartime guns off the street will solve the problem do you agree with that no why not I wouldn't say I agree with that. Um, oh, by the way, the answer to that question, he used a Glock 19 pistol and a Walter P22 pistol. Okay. I actually shot a Walter P22. And yeah. uh, I think I shot a Glock 21 before. Glock 21. 19. That's DJ Paul said that on one of his songs. Yeah. But, uh, All right. So he went with some regular fucking guns and was shooting people. That's it. So that right there what goes to show you that you get the automatic <laughs> these automatic rifles off the street which people ain't using. Uh and he killed 33 people. Weapons. Yeah. Oh, he killed he killed he 32 just, people including the perpetrator. So he was including the death toll of 33. And that's with two handguns. Two handguns. So just getting the automatic weapons, these wartime weapons, these AK or not AK, excuse me, I meant to say ARs, these AR-15s, you getting them AK off the street. AK-47s too. They they never talk Who about AK-47s. Who's walking around with AK-47s? Huh? Who's walking around with AK-47s? Oh no, I'm just saying. Oh, when you started to say AR-15, I was gonna say, well, when you corrected yourself to say AR-15s, I was gonna say AK-47s are also very popular amongst the gun community. Oh yeah, but who's walking around with those in the street? Uh, That's wild. You can. Um, at Open the end can. of the day, yeah. At at the at the end of the day, uh, I do agree that something should take place. I don't think just choosing what guns should be taken will fix it. Um, I I don't think that's the way because, like you said, somebody can walk in with some Glocks. Somebody walk in with some nine millimeter guns, some handguns, a shotgun, a, a little twenty-two, even a single shooter twenty-two, where you just got to keep reloading. You yeah. can pick off a lot of people with that. You know what I'm saying? You got a hunting rifle. And, I mean, like you know, bolt action rifle. You can still, you know, 
take down a lot of people with that. Yeah, you can take down a lot of people before the police get there. If you, if you, so, especially if you, if you fucking are a technician with that shit, you know what I'm saying? You, you can, you can really do some damage with that. Yeah. All that being said, watch them. You watch them take, uh, Call of Duty montages. People do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. All that being said, uh, just taking certain guns off the street is not gonna do it. Now. Taking all the guns off the street. What if you took everybody's gun, which is actually unconstitutional, so that can't happen. But let's say we did that. Would that be the fix? Um, Would that that solve the issue? Well, it could potentially solve the issue for these uh, mass school shootings. Because I'm pretty sure most of those are done by people who legally own guns. Yeah. Um, So it might help with that situation. But in the hood, where the where the the bodies are really piling up, no, nah, it's not gonna help therapists. Those those shootings ain't happening off of guns that were bought at Walmart and then, you know, taken. Yeah, they go, getting the guns from somewhere to go else. Shoot the ops. So yeah, you you stop people from getting guns. So the bad guys will still have their guns. Yeah, if you remember the prohibition, <laughs> there were still bootleggers and there were still people drinking and there were still speakeasies. Where you can go and go get your drink. It's going to be the same thing for guns if you take all the guns out the market. So I don't think that that's the solution either. Now, I will say one thing that's pretty interesting is that uh, it is very, very easy to get a gun in America. And there are a lot of sick people in America. Sick meaning chemically, mentally unstable. And I don't think we deal with that enough here in America, bro. Like everybody has a cousin. That's, you know, uh, Looney Larry or 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 crazy Kara or whatever the fuck the name is. But, you know, that your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, whoever it is, they're different. And you know that. And the family's been knowing that. And you say, oh, man, that's just them. They just act crazy. And you laugh at it. You joke at it and you point at it. And these are the people who have the capacity, who are mentally unstable to do something like that okay so um again you gotta be be you have to be careful with their wording did crazy kara ever show any violent tendencies did they ever try to harm you or or other person uh, somebody else or themselves because that's where the problem exists with that because where does the mental instability line where is that drawn and then you know so uh, a a person that's depressed who wants to, who wanted to kill themselves at some at some point or thought about suicide should that person not have a gun just because they thought about suicide before and they went to go get help for it or should we be worried about the person who thought about it before and didn't say nothing to nobody or the person who wanted to shoot up a school and didn't go say that they were sad or whatever you know I'm with you on all that all I'm saying is is that we don't take enough care with getting people help or getting no, I'm just, I'm just saying when you say when you say those people have the capacity to to do something bad, like I'm just saying you just have to be careful with what like what of like, like what people are we talking about here exactly? You know, gotcha. Are all gotcha. all forms of mental instability or nah, mental uh, I'm with that disorders Not all forms. aren't all the same. I'll take that. Not all forms of mental but that, but that's also that also is the problem with trying to 
um, vet people based off of, you know, their their mental um, history or what or you know, mental, you know, medical history. I'm not even saying in the way of vetting people. I'm not saying that. Oh, look, you had one slip up. I think you're crazy. You can never buy a gun. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about getting people help anyway. Mm hmm. I'm talking about the people that's that you know of that are different and you know that they need some a additional help. The fa the whole family knows that what is different, different than everybody though? else. Huh? What is necessarily different though? I mean because are are they different? Is again, I think most people have had some kind of issue with some type of disability or not disability but um depression or something I'm along not just, those lines. It's, it's this we're not talking about the normal just, ah, oh, I had some bad shit happen. I'm depressed right now because these things have happened to me. Those part, those people, that's matter. important too, though. Those are probably the people that's fucking shooting up the schools. Could be too. The, you you might be totally right about that. That kid that you shot themselves, right that's that. probably what the fuck they were thinking. Uh, he's, he's this fucking girl, this fucking girl state. I wanted to talk to didn't like me. And she fucking laughed at me when I passed her a note in class. And... You know, now he wants to go fucking shoot himself in the bathroom. Hey, I'm I'm not claiming to be uh put uh, I'm not claiming to be some type of mental assessment person that knows all about mental health issues. I'm not claiming to be that person. And you're probably right. All I'm saying is is that there are people out there that need help and we see that they need help and we don't do shit to get them help. Yeah, absolutely. Tell your fucking people like somebody that that you know they're talking about being depressed or whatever and then it's not like they got to go you know i think like so i'm i'm only familiar with the black community because that's what i've been around and i'm a black person in the black community like i remember like what like in high school you know it used to be people used to talk about going to the crazy house or somebody is getting a crazy check or whatever and to us, it was like the one of the worst things that that could possibly be. That Anytime I heard something about a crazy check, it was usually some joke behind it. And it was usually some type of laugh. It was right. It was never. They made fun of it, though. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But coming up in that in that culture. Like nobody wants to be like so nobody wants to check themselves into an outpatient therapy group or something. Like chemical dependency group or something because they gonna look at it as oh uh or their family might look at it as oh you going to the crazy house or you taking your crazy medicine because you're taking some fucking you know antidepressants or whatever and so nobody wants to and, be and labeled as that so people have these issues that go unchecked even if you're not taking medicine for it you can just be going to meditation class or something but people are going to think like oh you're crazy because you know people are afraid to even be looked at like that because people are gonna be like oh you're crazy or whatever you know what though a lot of the times you don't even like no fault of the person themselves because they don't even know that that, that they acting off they're, they don't even know that something is wrong with their they don't know that they're being erratic in any kind of way and they don't know that they're being different in any kind of way and so how the fuck are they supposed to know that they need to go somewhere like it's the people that's around and that sees that yo yo such and such is did you see that shit did you see what he just said or did you hear what he just said did you see what he just did those family members need to to have more care you know what i'm saying but that's it all it all there maybe there needs to be some kind of education about the shit 
It does. Like, like more, I will say that. Like more emphasis put on it. Like I remember talking about you stress and de-stress and all kinds of ways of dispre- depression in, uh, in health. I think there might have been like a whole unit maybe on it. Um, I guess that's probably not enough. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you probably and even when you read that shit, you probably thinking that that ain't me. So now that I think about it, so I, my younger brother, like, our, I remember when we were when, when we were kids, he's always had like a temper. That's just been his thing. Mm-hmm. He's always had a temper, and to this day, I watched him grow into a person who is who has a really quick, he has a really short fuse for a lot of shit. Is is there something wrong with him? I don't know. Like, is there something different about him? I was I gonna say know. that is a form of some type of dis- uh, depression, though. That that is something yeah, that, that can be looked at medically and uh, addressed. At, and it even could as be, a kid, right? like you, like you said, you call it a temper. Just like people used to be like, "Oh, he's just a hyper kid." Like, no, there's something exactly. else happening with that. There's kid. something else going on with that. There's something else going on with that, and we're not educated enough to, as a society, we're not educated enough to understand what's going on. And like I said, I just looked at it as like, yeah, my brother has a has a short temper, so you just got to watch what you or, say to him. Or there was this episode of Good Times where they was talking about this one kid and how they uh, was supposed to be hard-headed. And the fucking kid was deaf. It was like, damn, like deaf in one fucking year. And the mom used to always be whooping him and shit. And he was fucking deaf, dog. But that's that was <laughs> right. real though. Good, that's a great fucking show, by the way. They they really dealt with some real shit. They 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 dealt with a lot of social issues and life issues on Good Times. And they put that's, they put they put the sure. funny spin on it sometimes. But they they dealt with some heavy stuff. And yeah, but you know, but that's what we would do. We'll be like that kid is hard headed, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that go on and we look at it as if it's normal or that's just being Johnny being Johnny. But there could be something wrong with Johnny. I mean, even with even with I mean, we could put labels on anything. That's another problem, too, is that people get labeled. And once you start getting labeled, you start getting looked at differently. But even like with your obsession for certain things that could that could be something not saying that it's in a in a sick way, in a sickly way. But. Oh no! I just said it's absolutely a, a problem. Like I said, I was prepared to die over this shit. Yeah, to another person, you know, you you take a person that's obsessed with cutting themselves, that is a sickness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that needs to be handled because they're really, really, really gonna hurt themselves one day. So, anyway, like for me, like with the exercise thing, it might have started off as a way to kind of deal with some stress and shit, but yeah, then it becomes an obsession. <laughs> because you know now i'm obsessed with losing x amount of pounds in x amount of time and i mean True. so i mean that could become problematic which could which, which can turn into an unhealthy obsession now the thing is i don't know if that's more of a see i don't know i don't know if that's more of a chemical imbalance thing or is that just just mentally you went through something to where you Got some type of satisfaction out of learning a whole lot about you know a what they situation say? and going all in. You, you you know what they say when you when you say is it a chemical imbalance or whatever? You know what they say? Like if you go to you go to the doctor if your uh you break your finger, right? You go to the yep. doctor if you have a heart attack. You go to the doctor, you know, you scrape your knee. Those are all you're going because those are body parts that hurt, right? 
Well, yeah. your brain is also a part of your body that also can be damaged and not necessarily physically damaged, but if you but there are physical things they can do and to treat that shit. So I think like one of the things they say is just that you also have to remember your brain is just as important. Your mental stability is just as important as That's making true. sure your if your finger gets broke, you know, you gotta get that bandaged up. And then you take a person that that you look at that you might know that might have been addicted to drugs or something or have some type of addiction, whether it was like a whether it was a drug addiction, a drinking addiction, a gambling addiction. People look at them and point at them and laugh, but those people have an imbalance in some kind of way and they feel balanced out by doing whatever the fuck they like doing. You know what I'm saying? At least they dealing and with they shit. <laughs> that in itself is a form of a, of a sickness that they need help with because they can't control themselves. Like, so like some bad shit happening, well, they're going to go drink some alcohol rather than going to fucking shoot somebody. It's gonna drink the problem yeah. away. They they dealing with it, and probably not the best way to deal with it, but they dealt with it, right? Without yeah. hurting someone. But I mean, they're not hurting other people, which is great. But they're still hurting themselves. Hopefully, it doesn't and spill over to hurt hurting someone else. I'm saying even hurting yourself is is a is a bad thing. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's basically it's basically short term or long term suiciding yourself versus just a short term of getting it out of the way. But those habits can really really hurt you. And hurt other people around you eventually. So anyway, there, there there's you the see some. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say you see something, say something, or at least educate yourself on it to see how you can help that family member in any kind of way. Yeah. Especially if they, you know that they're hurting animals and they they fucking hurting people, dude. They gonna fuck around and hurt somebody else, yo. Like do something and help somebody to save other people's lives. Cause, 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 crazy Joe, man, going around shooting people. Oh, so that, that's what I was gonna say too. I was gonna say the one thing that I can say that I will agree with is that it is a little easy to get guns here in America. Well, and uh, yeah, I, and I was gonna say that especially um, now. I don't believe that taking taking away an AR-15 is gonna stop shootings at schools, and it's not gonna save everybody. You can still take out. What a, a, a Glock, a nine millimeter can hold sixteen in in the magazine and one inside of the chamber. You sixteen in the clip off. and one in the head. That's what that's what Jake <laughs> said. Yeah, I I was being a little proper with. It. I ain't saying in the head, but you you definitely can have one in the chamber, sixteen in the clip, or the magazine, and you can take out seventeen people with that. You can take out 17 people, so just taking away the AR-15 ain't going to be enough. But I will say, uh, giving people guns at 18, huh, I don't know. Maybe 18 is a little young, and maybe 18 is a little immature. I still think that considering an 18-year-old grown is a little early. Because them motherfuckers are crazy. I thought I knew a lot of 18. I ain't no shit. You know what I'm saying? So does so, that stop them from going to the military at that point? No. Uh all I'm saying I mean, since 18 is, is, is too, that, too immature. I mean, it's, it has to cross over. Yeah, today, right? yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Maybe, maybe we reevaluate what an adult is considered. Now, 18 in the military, I will say, is a decent age, simply because you're not, you're not a little kid. You've, you've had your puberty go on, 
and you're becoming an adult and you're still impressionable enough to create something or somebody that can be a viable citizen now uh, or, or 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 stand up soldier or marine or navy seaman or whatever you want them to be if you wait until they 30 they are who they are their brains and minds and their habits are developed and you have a lot harder time to to get those people aligned to be a team to go and commit action so maybe 18 for the military is still good if you want them to be voluntary maybe you move it to 21 i don't know all i'm saying is for guns though moving that shit to like 25 to own a gun by yourself i would i don't think i would have a problem with that and if you want to get a gun before 21 you got to have like a sponsor like your, your mom or your dad or somebody to make sure that i mean because but that doesn't even you can't even say that because this kid from this last shooting had like though the parent the people he was staying with had the gun locked up in a safe they just didn't know he had a, a extra key but are you talking about this this last mass shooting yeah you talking about the yeah the last mass no, shooting. Ho- homie homie bought his own shit that was his gun no i understand that was his gun he was he was he was displaced right and he was staying with a yeah. friend in in the friend's family. They knew yeah. he had a gun. He they knew he had guns, and they was like, "Cool, you know, you can have your guns, but we're gonna keep them in this safe. As long as you keep them locked up in the safe, it's all good." And so he they had a key, but he had a, a spare key. Oh, but I'm saying, why would he? Okay, so that story sounds good, so they can stay the fuck out of jail. But let's let's be logical here, though. If if it's his, no, guns, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. As far as I mean, I'm just telling you what that's what that's what the story is. I don't. I'm not here to oh, judge yeah, the that's story. The story. So I'm just saying that having a sponsor ain't gonna do shit either. If you really want to fucking go shoot somebody, you're gonna go do the shit. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. All I was uh, what I was getting at is if you're gonna have them at a younger age, you have a sponsor for those guns, and it's kind of like a co-signer. When they go and do some wild shit, nigga, you left responsible and you going to go down. And so if yeah. you go and shoot 15 people, you going to jail for life because you didn't you didn't keep that gun under your charge like you were supposed to. So when people are accessing their parents' guns and going to go shooting up people, you know what? If the parent, number one, if the kid cared anything about the parent, he wouldn't do it, number one. Number two, if the parent had it locked up properly, they wouldn't be able to do it and so whoever's responsible for their weapon that's that's what's gonna happen make people more responsible for their weapons that's one thing and number two is uh well that's if I it's not that their that weapon you're talking about like, like a co-signer for a gun uh i don't like yeah i all i could think of i wouldn't do it and you know i guess that that won't happen because you know the NRA won't have to let that shit happen. Oh yeah, there's a lot that NRA or, that, that, that NRA won't that, let happen. So. That, there's no way that'll happen. Um, <laughs> but before we get out of here, I just yeah. want to leave with this one last note. Um, the only difference between a crazy person and a normal person, because you kept talking about calling out crazy people, I just wanted to remind people: the only difference between a crazy person and a normal person is the crazy person just says what's on their mind. Okay. They're thinking everything that they're thinking about, they just say it. They actually act on it. The rest of us, we don't. 
Yeah, uh, we have the ability to filter and have conscience and all that good stuff. All right. So, all right. You can be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you listening to us, and as Jaron told y'all in the beginning, we should be the only ones you listen to anyway. You know what I'm saying? You want to get some good conversation. You want to get some things that are thought-provoking. You need to come holler at us. You know where we at. And we appreciate those listens, too. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Jaron and I have another Corporate Streets Productions called The Powercast. Man, I've been saying this for a year now. We read the book, The 48 Laws of Power. It's a dope book. Our Powercast is super dope. We take Robert Greene's book, and we're entertaining with it. And we can learn y'all some stuff. And we learned a lot, and we want to pass that on, so go check it out. It's on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff, The Powercast. Whether you're corporate, whether you're street, you know you want that mentality, you want that power, go holler at it. Email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You need help handling a situation, you can drop us a line. We are the Advice Connoisseurs. You can hit us up on Twitter, that's at Corp Streets. And you know what you listen to, this is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who are normally calm and mild-mannered when dropping off or picking up prescriptions from Walgreens. But sometimes they got to check the pharmacist for giving you a generic when your doctor clearly wrote the name of the eye drops you needed to have. Peace. Yo, I'm still pissed at Walgreens. Yo, my doctor told y'all what to give me. Y'all gave me the generic. Yo, that ain't right. Follow the follow the rules, bro. Yeah, oh, that, sound, that sounded like a personal story. Yeah, and, it was kind of personal. And uh, I'm about to go um, and hug my AR-15 goodnight. All right, y'all. Peace. (laughs) Go do that. Power.